return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It is 7.08 on The Mike Calter Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Galvin, let me test my uh, Boney James audio and see if that, see if we can get that to work real quick. All right. What did I do? What did I do? Oh, man, Joe. What did you do, Joe? Sorry, <laughs> I don't have the patch. Patch Adams oh, over there screwing God. things up. All right, anyway. Sounds great. Well, so the problem is I have to play this off of a PC. Yeah. I I, don't understand how PCs work anymore. All right. Well, I'm just letting everyone know I'm potting you way down because I'm just waiting for it to be like, oh, no. No, no. So I bought external speakers for that computer so that I can have some sort of monitor. But unfortunately, whenever you have it plugged in, it'll only play through there. You know what I mean? So I unplug them, and you would assume that it would be working, but it's not working. I don't understand PC. I haven't used PCs in so long, I just don't understand how they work anymore. Do you follow? Mm-hmm. You with me? Yeah, we get it. You're a Mac guy. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I don't understand PCs anymore. I don't understand it. I don't understand any cars that aren't Mercedes. I don't get it. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is uh, 7 09. Time to check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. They have a 4th of July clearance going on right now in store and online. So all you have to do is go to peltshoes.com. Get your coupon there for an extra 15% off on top of the already marked down clearance. Uh, You'll need the coupon, so make sure you go to uh, peltshoes.com. That way you can save a ton of money on all the shoes there that they have for you. Whether you're a man, woman, kid, they've got boots, they've got sandals, they've got athletic shoes. They've got great brands, too. They have Brooks, they have New Balance, they have Puma. They've got the Crocs. You want the Crocs? Everybody wants the Crocs now. Cruise shoes. they got Uggs, cruise shoes, absolutely. You can get them all right there at Pelt Shoes. Pelt Shoes. A perfect fit. So tonight, the Tampa Bay Lightning are listed as heavy favorites to take a 2-0 to series lead over the Canadians. Because of the linemen and the referees and all that. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. because they're all on their side. In the uh, 2021 Stanley Cup Final, Game 2, of course, is tonight at the Amelie Arena. Puck drop is at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you're not going to the game, you can, of course, watch it on NBCSN. What does SN stand for, Spanish? That stands for... Sign numbers. Um, no, it's Sports Network. Yeah, Sports yeah, Network. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it. I did it. They talk a lot about Marino on there. So oh, man, sure he's my favorite. <laughs> uh, I don't want to panic anyone, but I will tell you this story. Please don't panic. Uh, when tens of millions of Americans hit the road this holiday weekend, they're going to find the highest prices for gasoline in nearly seven years. But many will also find stations that don't have any gas at all. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, the oh, national oh. average price for a gallon of regular uh, gas stands at uh, $3.10, which is the highest since October of 2014. The average is up just 2% since Memorial Day, but up 42% from a year ago when the pandemic restrictions brought uh, demand to a near halt and sent oil and gas prices plunging. But stations running dry has nothing to do with the price or even the supply of gasoline. It's the shortage of tank truck drivers. Yeah. Oh, hello. Oh, no. I got it working. Hey. <laughs> 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 it's much better than what it could have been. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the shortage of uh, tank truck drivers coupled with rising demand that is causing supply chain bottlenecks and shortages. Experts say a growing number of stations are reporting that they simply uh, are not able to get gas delivered at any price. That's weird. Yeah. Why now? Because of the shortage of tank truck drivers. Coming. I know, but like why? Like we've never had a shortage of drivers before. I don't know. Uh, I, but we I, the have. Other, weren't like in the beginning of the pandemic, wasn't that the big problem? Is right. they weren't able to get products. But there was a pandemic. There was a reason the why. The pandemic and then the uh, the Panama Canal thing. But then also just a lot of people that are not working. And that's yeah, why, yeah. you know, a lot of uh, places, uh, truck drivers especially, they're like, yeah, hey, come. We need truck drivers. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yes. All Listen, that stimulus money. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking about uh, a buddy of mine who's out on the road and away from his family driving and how truck drivers really need to be appreciated because those guys leave their families for, you know, days and weeks at a time driving those things. And. Uh, and that's honest. I'm not just to ask kissing to our listeners. I just I I have a genuine appreciation the same way I do for law enforcement and anybody else and farmers and guys who are out there busting their ass. And we take them for granted. We don't think about it. Uh, you know, without them, we'd be crippled. Right. And I, and then during my travel that day, I met a lot of truck drivers by chance that were like, "Hey, thanks for the shout out." Well, it's it's genuine. And this is this is one of the ways that we find out is when uh, they have a shortage of drivers. Is n- now people are going to start freaking out? And but I also I also wonder if a lot of uh, like long haul truck drivers are like, hey, I do want to be around my family. You know, yeah. I would rather be closer. So they're driving for maybe Amazon or yeah. local places. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I also know a lot. A lot of those guys they have to pay for their own gas. So if the gas prices go, go up, up yeah. it no longer becomes profitable enough for them to yeah. take the haul and. Like, no. if they own their own truck. Yeah. Uh, but if you work we for call it, We call it a rig in the business. A rig. Yeah. I read a, uh, an article, I think it was last week in USA Today, how they're saying a lot of the railroad companies are scrambling to either get their tracks back up and running or to build new tracks to help. Uh, kind of ease this supply of needing so many new truck drivers. Oh. So, but I don't think that's going to happen. You know, in the next two years, even. You know what I mean? I have to get all this stuff back up and running. Because when was but the last know. time you saw a train? Right. So yeah, you think all the tracks? I've been so happy about it. <laughs> all the <laughs> yeah. tracks have to be updated. So, it's going to be interesting. Trash face out. <laughs> By the way, trash face. Yep. Did you get a haircut? I did. And I noticed your haircut. Thank you. And can I tell you, you something? You see else? more of his trash face. <laughs> <laughs> can I tell you something that disgusts me? What? Is that when you wear that shirt, your muscles look big? I know. I, I'm sorry. I, I will. I oh, will like he almost said. Big? I. He almost said. I know. I know. They look like big. I don't feel like they're big at all. It's not even but... your fat muscles. It's like muscle muscles. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I've been working out a lot with Nick lately, and Joe's been shaming me, so I've been eating yeah. less junk food. Plus, carrying all that trash. Plus, carrying yep. is a lot of trash, guys. You're welcome, then. Yep. You're welcome you. for yeah. me giving you the jobs to do. I appreciate it. I love you guys. Thank you, Mark. Trash is uh, So everybody can agree that the uh, robocalls suck. Everybody hates that. 
Uh, and there's a big deadline today, actually, for phone companies to uh, finally do something about it. But uh, probably not going to make that much of a difference. Last year, the FCC announced that it was going to force companies to implement a new technology called Stir Shaken. That's designed to reduce more than 50 billion robocalls uh, we get each year. Stir stands for Secure Telephone Identity Revisited. And Shaken, uh, for some reason, uh, stands for Signature-Based Handling of Asserted Information Using Tokens. I have no idea what that means. I'm just, yeah. Basically, they're forcing the uh, phone companies to verify the caller ID that pops up on your phone as a real ID. And in theory, it should make it harder for scammers to use software to hide their number or trick you into thinking it's a legit phone call. Because obviously, we all know we get the uh, prefix from where our number is, the area code or something like that. And you go, oh, this may be somebody I know. But, you know, it's scammers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The The, One of the other things they need to work on is... The amount of spam mail that I'm getting, like I, I have my Gmail account connected to my phone, and every day I get home warranty, uh, renewal by Anderson, which, by the way, I don't think is them. You know what I mean? Like I'm, a, but I mean I get four of those a day, and I can't unsubscribe to them. I can't. And I just and delete even, them. And even when you do, the next time you sign onto their website, you right. get signed back up. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So. It's really, it's really weird, but I, I would think that like if I was renewal by Anderson, I would go, hey, we need to figure out how to stop this because it's making us look terrible. So I just, I don't know. They need to get a handle on this stuff. It's really, it's really becoming a, a problem for uh, for these companies because, and for you know, and for consumers obviously because we're just uh, completely annoyed by it. But the thing is, at the end of the day, I'm going to be mad at. Uh, you know these companies, even though it's not their fault, because their names on it. Mm-hmm. And I get all the, I get sometimes I get unknown number calling me, and I'm like, well, I'm not answering that. But then I do get some. Some sometimes it's like Bayfront Hospital, and I go, oh, what if what if something's wrong with my parents or whatever? And I go, hello, boop. Hello, just Mr. Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, not happening there today. Uh, well, don't expect a huge difference overnight. Most of the big carriers like Verizon and T-Mobile have already been adding it, uh, so it's likely that uh, th- they're not going to throw a switch and and the robocalls yeah, or anything. I, wish. But- I will say I'm, I'm down. I would say I'm down eighty percent. It used to be. 10 times a day, and now it's probably like three times a day. Uh, well, smaller carriers have at least a, another year before they have to do it. Okay. So. All right. Look, they're on it at least. Yeah. Uh, a 62-year-old man in Wyoming called 911 last Thursday and asked why he wasn't arrested. He said his house was raided, and he had some meth, and uh, he was not, <laughs> yet he was not hauled down to the station. Mm. Uh, the thing is... The police never raided his house and didn't plan to. He apparently imagined the whole thing because he was on meth. Yeah. Uh, that put the guy on the sheriff's radar. They went to check on him, found him driving down the road and pulled him over. The guy failed a sobriety test and told cops that he had used meth a day uh, and a half before and was still high from it. He was then arrested. So they got uh, I put a video up that somebody sent me over the weekend on Facebook of two neighbors fighting. Oh, I saw that because I oh. saw that on Reddit first, and then I saw the, the you had posted it. Yeah. Doesn't that look like something out of I Am Legend? Yes. The, that, the, it's a meth family fighting with their neighbors, and they're yelling and screaming, and the one guy just takes the hose and starts oh, hosing yes. them down. 
But, I mean, if ever you wanted to see a picture of what meth looks like, that is it. And it's also, I think, if you're thinking about doing drugs, just watch that. Just right. watch that video. Because yeah. it's, it's a skinny girl that looks like she's in her late 20s, early 30s, whatever, just eyes bugging out of her head. And I don't understand. Someone explain to me whenever people are in a confrontation or possibly going to fight where they put their hands down to their side yeah. and their chin up. Yeah. You're asking for an uppercut. Come on. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand that. By the way, did anybody see the video of the uh, MMA guy that oh was walking God. through the bar? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's walking through the bar, and this guy's totally drunk, yelling at some other guys, doing something, whatever. And the, the guy's trying to walk past, and he kind of bumps him out of the way. And the guy says something, and the MMA guy turns around, and the guy does that, like, flinch. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. And he doesn't even get to, like, the full flinch. And the yeah. MMA guy just goes, pop, 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 yeah. and he's down. Blast. Yeah, it's did, great. Did you see a similar video from over the weekend of, from the bare knuckle fight? Oh, yeah. Oh. They had the champion, and then he got confronted by a guy in the ring who I guess wants to fight him next. And the guy got up in his face, and that guy just started wailing on him. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm in fight mode, buddy. I'll yeah. fight you right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. That that uh, bare knuckle is becoming a big thing, man. Absolutely, yeah, it and it's coming to Tampa. Yeah, yeah I'll coming. go to that one for sure. Do you uh, see the Paige Van Zandt. Yep. Oh, and there's another one, a, a Hispanic woman who is super sexy, and I looked at her Instagram. She is lethal with you her combination. You don't want to fight with any Hispanic bitches. Oh they my are God. angry. They know how to throw a punch, and they don't. Have, and they have that fire inside Ooh. that's also hot when you're making sweet love, yeah, but, but at the same time, you flip that switch, <laughs> they'll kill you. Yeah. Could be good, could be bad. Willing to risk it. <laughs> <laughs> Try it out for a little while. See what happens with you. Uh, so cops in Maine responded to a report of a stolen vehicle on Sunday. They stopped a guy who was walking nearby because they thought, you know, suspicious. Maybe he was involved. Turned out that he wasn't, though. But there was a warrant out for his arrest because he had uh, shoplifted some stuff from Walmart. So they took him down to jail and booked him and then let him post a $200 uh, bail to get out. He tried to post bail with counterfeit bills. <laughs> he handed them two $100 bills that weren't real to police officers. He did this. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Uh, so uh, they uh, tacked on a forgery charge and took him back to his cell. He then paid another $100 bail to get out later that day. And apparently he paid with real money that time. Uh, he's due back in court in August. <laughs> Funny. Worst place to do that. I remember when... when uh Fake money was a thing when I lived in New York. People were like, oh, it looks so real and it feels real. And I'm like, I don't want anything to do with that, nope. man. No way. You do not. That's a, that's, a federal, that's a federal offense. You're dealing with the Secret Service at that point. I don't want nothing to do with nothing. By the way, uh, so like weekends like coming up, 4th of July, Memorial Day weekend, those are the like big weekends where that'll get passed around at bars where people will come in because yep. it's so busy and stuff is going right. on where they'll come in and try and pay with counterfeit money. So you're always out on the lookout for it. And this was before you had the marker that would tell you whether it's real or not. But we had one guy who accepted a, uh, a fake $100 bill. And as I was counting out his drawer, I pulled it out and I'm like, you took this? Oh. And he was like, well, I mean, it, it was like... It was like newspaper and then yeah. like laminated. I was like, I mean, I could close my eyes and know that this isn't real. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Some of the stuff wasn't that great. Can you imagine working for Galvin in that? Oh, I'd be so scared. Oh, I'd be so scared if you made a mistake or like oh you needed God. something to get like canceled, like an order or something. 
Calvin, yeah, I I need you at my drawer. <laughs> yeah. oh. If I was a busboy and I dropped something, I would just walk out. I'd be like, nope, I'm, I quit. I'm out. You broke a glass. Yep. See you later. I quit. I don't. I can't do it. If you were a busboy in Spanish, I'd go. What are you doing in here, idiot? This is a nightclub. Why are you? A, why is a busboy in here? Uh, I'm looking for the trash, Calvin. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't trash know what's happening. Out back, trash face. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told you about the guy we threw out, and we threw him out, and he landed in the. Uh, dump water, like the dumpster <laughs> water, out back by the door, and then his pants fell down. Like, around his oh, it was the best. It was like so insult to injury. I drove by the old Dallas Bull, yeah, the other day, which the old Dallas Bull was a treat, man. I love that place. And uh, it went, and when they opened the new Dallas Bull, they made like uh, like a Hispanic nightclub. And then I guess it's been shut down for some time now. I drove by the other day, and the whole front wall is missing. Oh, you can see right into the dance floor. Wow! <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know what they're doing with that building, man. But that thing was that was such a good time. Was the old place. one the one I went to with you, or is that the new one? I think you went to the new one. Was it big? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if it was you huge. Yeah, the, the, yeah, this one was uh, small, low ceiling. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, they had a, a live band on one side and a nightclub on the other, and it was just. It was old. It was regular old bar. It's exactly what you wanted. I remember uh, we were at the Dallas Bowl, and I ordered a bunch of uh, shots oh, of Rumblemans. That's where you, sh- where you knocked the meat stick out of my hand. Yeah, you know why? <laughs> because I ordered a bunch of shots of Rumblemans, and nobody wanted to do it. And I go, you pussies. And I did, like, five <laughs> shots of Rumblemans. Oh, my God. I was like, I'll just do them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. mama. Right so, now, I have the mouth sweats just yeah. talking about that. Oh, like, yeah. Do you know that I had such a good time playing on Friday with the band and being out there and stuff, but I drank so much that every time I think about it, I feel like I was like, I don't know if I could play here. Oh. <laughs> it's going to take another couple of days for me Oof. to get up. That was fun. That was a good it time. It was great. Nice. It was really great. This blast. Uh, so 4th of July is on Sunday this year, so a lot of people get Monday off and have a four-day work week. Here's the question. Should we just do that all the time? Yes. Yes. A new survey asked uh, about 13,000 Americans if we should ditch the five-day work week and do four days with 10-hour days. No. For, well, for, <laughs> for, well, for, for normal no. people. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 66% of Americans said yes, they'd prefer to do it that way. Only 23% said they'd rather stick with the current system of five-day work week. 11% just aren't sure. Uh, 72% of people think they'd be uh, just as productive or more productive if they only worked four days a week. Uh, but older people were much more likely to think that four-day work week makes sense. Only 18% of people 45 and up prefer a five-day work week compared to that of uh, 30% of people younger than that. Yeah, I mean, I don't – it's hard for me to tell because I don't really work a traditional yeah. uh, day. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I know a lot of people now, I know a lot of successful people that are already working 10 days, 10 hours a week. You know, it's just – 10 hours a week. I mean, sorry, 10 hours a day, every day. Yeah. So those people are like, yeah, I wish I can cut it down to, to four, four days. days yeah. You know? um, man, I don't know. It's hard for me to – I haven't had a traditional job in so long. It's really hard for me to, to weigh in on that. If you had to have a day off, would you rather it be Friday or Monday? Monday. Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday, yeah. Because Friday, Friday you could still – like if you're working a normal thing and you get out at 5, you can go home. 
you know, hang chill for a little while and then go out that night and do that. But also think about this. There are like, yeah, we have a different type of job where we're lucky. We don't work like an eight hour day or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) But some of us are way luckier than others. Some, but there are also jobs like uh, the restaurant industry, bar industry, where they are open all the time. Like they don't have days off. Yeah, and they're not closed. I'm not saying they like every bartender works seven days a week, but yeah. their their establishments are opened seven days a week. Usually about four thirty five o'clock on a Sunday, I just start getting angry, mm-hmm. <laughs> depressed. I can see that. Yeah, I, yeah. I so I worked as uh, the bar manager for the nightclub, and I was working six nights a week. And I would go in at seven and work until four or five in the morning. And it just grinds you down. Where you're yeah, just yeah. like, oh, all yeah. all I would do is like. Work, eat, sleep, eat, work, you know, and just do yeah. that all over and over again. And then I remember I was doing uh, mornings uh, up in Destin, and then I was the uh, entertainment director for a club. So I would work until 10 and then go and do uh, booking bands and doing that stuff. And it doesn't sound like, oh, that's your, you know, not taking ditches or anything. No, totally yeah. wasn't. But it's all your brain it's all brain For power because sure, yeah. you're free your creativity and doing that stuff and that burned me out i was making a ton of money because i was working like two real jobs and making a bunch of money, but I was like, ugh, I can only do this for so long. Yeah. I was yeah. so happy when you were willing to pay me, Mike, so I could leave that job that I was working seven <laughs> like days a week at the job. Yeah. Seven days a week is just, no one should have to do that for over a year. No, and no that was a, just a terrible job, too. It sucked. Yeah. The worst. Hmm, I don't know. I, uh, I, I think I would rather uh, work the eight-hour days, and I mean, a ten-hour day is a long day. It yeah. really, I mean, think about it. You start an hour earlier, and you stay an hour later, so you get to work at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I used to work from 7 to 3, but if I had to work from 7 to 4 or 7 to 5, 7 I'd be to 5 miserable. Is long, yeah. Sometime around 2 o'clock, I'd be, I'd be checking out. You know? It depends on the job, too. If it's something where people rely for you to be there, like if they're calling and doing stuff, but if it's just something that you're not dealing with the general public... I, if I was the boss, I'd be like, yeah, I don't care if you work three days, four days, five days. If you get yeah. all your stuff done, yeah. that's fine. Once it starts slipping, then I go, okay, well, you got to work more because you're not getting your stuff done. 14-hour days are not so bad once you get used to it. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> not true. Yeah, look at you. You're you're hiding it in alcohol and, and, uh, and angry shrimp. And pizza I'm, in the closet. And I'm dead inside, so yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> you're not dead yet. you got a couple more years. <laughs> And there's so many people out there that hate their job, too. Yeah. You know? That would suck. Oh, yeah. I've never... I, I've worked at jobs that I disliked, and you know what I did? I said, I don't want to work here anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, A lot know. of people have options, though. There sure. A, oh, absolutely. There was a buddy of mine that he couldn't figure out that I, he's like, I never had a job that I liked, ever. Because <laughs> you're so lucky to have a job that you actually enjoy and that you wanted to have. He's like, I've just never had a job that I really liked. i just yeah. trying to pay my bills. How lucky are you to have two jobs that you really like? Yeah. yeah. That's lucky. <laughs> I don't know about two. <laughs> One. Super lucky. Uh, Carmen, I think you're going to be excited about this. Okay. Burger King is testing out a new burger called the Cheesy going king. Oh, okay. It includes cheese slices. Yeah. Cheese sauce. Mm-hmm. Cheese crumbles. Oh. All on a cheddar bun. Oh, 
you know what? There, I do. I'm one of those people. I love cheese. And but, a free first visit to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. But there is a thing as too much cheese. Yeah. You can, uh, you, afterwards, you get your colon removed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is just, Jesus. That is just locked in. That's uncomfortable for yeah. days. They should call it cheesy going to the hospital, King. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this is the big news, concert news that's coming to Tampa. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> we've been talking about him for the past few weeks. Vince Neal with special guest, Great White. Yep. Not Jack was... Russell. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, it's uh, Mitch Malloy is actually singing for uh, Great White oh, now. Yeah, well, he had a little much better <clears throat> singer. Uh, we'll be at the Seminole Hard Rock uh, Casino Thursday, October 14th at 8 p.m., uh, tickets, actually, some of the tickets go on sale uh, today at 10 a.m. I guess there's like a pre-sale thing. I don't know whether you're uh, like a platinum card member for Seminole Hard Rock, but then there is some social media thing as well. So I would go, if you're interested, I would go to Ticketmaster at 10 a.m. and see if you can get the tickets then. Otherwise, I think general public is on Friday. They go on sale. Uh, you now, wanna, of course. you want to hear a little of it singing? <laughs> sure. My, my honk. <laughs> <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Let me get it up. I don't want to blast your ears. Be yeah. prepared. Here All we right. go. Fruity cup. <laughs> Midnight 103. It's at Big Mac 103. <laughs> Maybe. It's, it's, it's supposed to be kickstart my heart and never stop, and it says, uh, hold on. Kick, keep him star my heart, ham hit a dog. <laughs> it sounds like you said, hit my head on a block. Out of space. Now it's just a horse sound. <laughs> oh, come on. Wait, wait, I want to read the words. <laughs> Twiddle little roses in my bean. <laughs> listen to lemonade, pee on the stage. Twiddle little, listen. Twiddle little roses in my bean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it says birth noises. <laughs> Poopy butt around the house. <laughs> oh. oh my god, that's awesome! Wait, always remember what? What are we supposed to always I remember? Don't know. This is the one, the first gig since the pandemic. An ad, but this is the best music we've heard all that. Here we go. This is from Loudwire. Hey, it's Tony with the latest rock news. Over the holiday weekend, Motley Crue singer Vince Neil performed his first solo gig since the COVID 19 <laughs> pandemic began, and it did not go well. 
Vince Neil became a meme after Motley Crue's performance from Rock in Rio 2015 went viral due to Neil's especially poor vocals. <laughs> Which seemed to show the singer in poor physical condition as he delivered more phoned in vocal performances. In late 2019, Motley Crew manager Alan Kovac seemed to hint that Neil was working with a trainer to get in shape for Crew Stadium run, but a bizarre cameo video filmed by Neil didn't leave fans feeling hopeful. Vince Neil and his solo band headlined the Boone River Valley Festival in Iowa over the holiday weekend, jamming a set of mostly Motley Crue classics. Neil's band opened with looks that kill before jumping into Dr. Feelgood, though Vince's vocals on Dr. Feelgood didn't sink to Rock in Rio 2015 lows. The performance wasn't amongst the crew singer's strongest. The wheels began to fall off when Neil launched into a cover of the Beatles' Helter Skelter. Vince seemed to forget the words to the Beatles' classic while struggling to keep up with his band's tuned-down instrumentals. I was there front row, seeing Vince eight times. Worst performance ever. He was reading the lyrics that his roadie taped on the floor while Vince left for a well-needed break, one fan wrote in the YouTube comment section. No way he could do a stadium tour. Finally, 14 songs into the solo set, Vince Neil gave up while singing Girls, Girls, Girls. His voice completely shot. Neil walked off stage mid-song after addressing the festival crowd. Okay, oh, well. that, that, sorry about that. <laughs> Uh, well, there you go. That's uh, I. I would think now, and I think this makes sense that Vince Neil is going out on a solo tour to prepare well, for a up. stadium tour. Yeah, because he, first of all, he has to gain back the respect of of people who are going to buy the tickets for him again. And, and Motley Crue is saying we're going to go on a stadium tour. You need to get in shape and be ready to go. I'm looking at the ticket information here. It says no audio, no video. No refunds. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, you got to know what you're getting with Vince. So, I'm not saying I wouldn't go to that show either. I, I'm just saying I it's. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I like I like uh, Vince, and I think it would be interesting to see how this plays out. I, I might go to that show. Uh, what is the over-under on him actually doing that show? That's going to be in, in uh, October. I think that he does this show, Galvin, because I think that they're preparing for the 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 stadium tour and this is what he needs to do mm. so vince neal has that drummer that uh zoltan cheney who is the guy who flips the sticks and kicks the cymbals yeah. and jumps out he's i mean his band the band that he brings out because i think dana strom is on uh, bass with him he's got a good band with him he just sounds terrible but you know you never know by october maybe he has enough uh shows under his uh big belt that uh you know he turns out to do well but i remember it was dana strum who was like looking the most angry at uh at vince when they played in tampa and he fell off the stage Mm. because i don't i don't think uh zoltan was with them then but it was uh you're right it was a good band i don't remember who was the guitar player i don't know who tours with them let me see if i can find yeah oh it was a good it was a good band and then what they did was um, uh, Dana Strum took over for uh, the vocals, and they did some Led Zeppelin covers and stuff and oh, made an entertaining cool. show. That's yeah, cool. I mean, they, those guys are like, we're used to this. Uh, <laughs> if you're doing a stadium tour, there's got to be so much money to be made that you don't want to pass that up. Sure. I mean, see, is, does Free he Britney. need... 
Does he need money? Yes. I mean, I'm sure he's not uh, living paycheck to paycheck, right. but I, I I would think that he needs money more than... Because Nicky writes all the songs, so he's constantly getting residual money from it all. But he's probably the richest out of them all. And he looks healthy as hell. Yeah. He cut his hair a little shorter. He's got a baby. He's, he's been sober, posting right? a lot of pictures. Yeah, he's been sober for yeah. years. He's posted a lot of pictures of him with the baby out, you know, doing some stuff. Tommy's got a girl. Uh, he's been posting pictures of the two of them together. So, and Mick's been dead for twelve years, yeah. so it doesn't matter. <laughs> do you think they pressure Vince to try to get healthier at all, or do you think they just kind of are of the mindset, we, whatever? We asked know? Tommy one time. We talked to Tommy, and we told Tommy about how Vince fell off the stage and all that stuff. And he said, "Well, he goes, you know, Vince's voice. He goes, I just rehearsed him the other day. He's been sounding really good, and he's really into the tour. So they know that they have an issue, but they also know that he goes up and down. So, okay. so look, couple- there's a part of the <clears throat> that loves this. I when agree. we asked Vince Neil about it, and he said his excuse was that's rock and roll. Yeah. And you know, although it's becoming, it's it's ruining his career at this point. What he has left of it, it it is rock and roll, and we still love him. I mean, he's still accomplished a lot. Yeah. You know? uh, like so a couple things now." What's right. that, Joe? He's like late 70s Elvis now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like yeah. now you're going to see him for the mistake. Yeah. The, you know, the, the fat suit. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah so. um, I figured that he probably had some money. He It says here that his net worth is $55 million. Oh, yeah. Good for yeah. him. I mean, yeah. think about it. Motley Crue's been around for a long time yeah. making a lot of money and, you know, has a ton of hits and stuff. So Even if it's half that, that's still a yeah, good I think yeah. he's doing. I think he's doing all right. And then uh, Jeff Lando is the guitarist from uh, Vince Neil's band. Okay. Yeah. Who played with uh, Slaughter and played, actually, they say, with Saigon Kick. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Uh, Left for Dead, Saigon Kick, Slaughter, and Vince Neil. Yeah. Mm. So uh, I would imagine that they do some sort of contract with Vince. You know, hey, you got to be in shape yeah. to you sign this think, deal. Right? You know what I mean? Like, to do this deal, you have to guarantee you're going to be in shape and be able to do stadium tour. Because that's a lot of real estate, those stages. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, around that's the whole thing. Yeah. Doing all that stuff. So. <laughs> He, we'll um, uh, you know, was contracted to do four songs while he was in Tampa, and then after four songs, he passed out and mm. fell on the stage. So <laughs> I hope the Hard Rock's got a better uh, yeah, a better yeah, deal locked in with him. Maybe conservative ship for him. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe get Mr. Spears on it. Yeah. Uh, oh, get Britney out front in Motley <laughs> Crue. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Uh, so Howard Stern apparently has annoyed his fans with his summer vacation wake of his $500 million serious deal. Uh, Howard is taking the entire summer off after... After signing a new deal with Sirius XM, said to be worth around $500 million, I uh, no- negotiated a clause in his new deal that would give him a break between the end of June, which we are at the end of June, all the way to early September. Well, let me, let me just tell you, let me weigh in on that. First of all, I, I am a huge fan of listening since the NBC days when I was a kid, and I haven't listened in the last two years. He, it just doesn't do it for me anymore. It's an entirely different show, which he has every right to evolve and change. I just don't enjoy it as much. Still think he's the greatest of all time, and uh, you know, you know, he's changed the way we do it. He's an inspiration for me. But I just am not a fan anymore. And I just I'm not a, not a everyday listener. How about that? Because I'm still a fan. Uh, and th- here's a guy who is approaching 70 years old. He has been doing this his whole life, and he is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. The fact that he is still willing to do any show is is blows my mind. He's doing it, I think, for the listeners, and there's a part of him that feels like he'll go away 
and be obscure if he doesn't do it. That's what I think. Um, but the fact that you're getting him at all, you should be happy because uh, what we're going to get in the next couple of years is just reruns of his show, and we're going to go, God, can you remember when this was live and this happened every day and blah, blah, blah? And uh, and you know that's what you're going to hope for, and you're about to you're about getting to the point where you're not going to get that anymore. So if you're if you are an everyday fan, enjoy every minute that he gives you now because he doesn't need to be doing it. Plus, and, and I guess he's doing it from his house now, still like he's never going back. Yeah, I know, I know I, that feeling. I think they're all doing it from their house, like uh, Robin and all of them. But I think the, I feel like the last like three contracts, he said this is my final contract. Well, he still come back because they 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 let it, he starts later. He ends earlier. Then uh, three days he, a week, I think. Now, yeah, he's a couple of days a week. Yeah. And then he gets it, and then he's like, "I don't really want to work as much anymore." I mean, the guy built his career over the last forty years, and he's like, "Now I'd like to enjoy my life a little bit before I die," and he deserves it. I mean, he's earned it, and he deserves it. And and the fact that he's still willing to do anything live, people should be happy with. Him. I feel like he also because they, he has a pretty big staff. I, I think he still does. Yeah. He tries to keep those people employed as well. And if I'm, I, I got to tell you, if I'm paying for radio for just him, I that might annoy me a little bit. But also, I may invite all of you people to listen to this show during those hours <laughs> and then tune into the replay after the show. Sure. Thank you very much. Uh, by the way, I was just looking at Twitter real quick. Uh, if you are a single guy and you have tickets to the uh, Lightning game, there are a lot of girls that yeah, are dude. looking yeah. to... Yeah. Do stuff for lightning. Really? Well, yeah, I mean, not necessarily do stuff, but I see a lot of girls saying, hey, I'm single if anyone has a ticket and would love to take me to the game, you know. Hey, ladies, can you hit me up at Mr. Mike Alta? Because I'll... I'll push my wife out of the car. And <laughs> oh, there. Something good. Yeah, make it good. Yeah. If it's a really good offer yeah. on the way to the game, I'll just kick her out the side door. You're terrible. Uh, you know? uh, guys, I got some bad news for you. Oh, oh I hate yeah. bad news. Uh, Pooh Shiesty might end up in prison. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Mr. Pooh. Pooh Shiesty. I saw it was coming. I knew Pooh it was Shiesty. coming. Yeah. yeah. He might end up in prison because of his Instagram. Uh, Pooh posted a shot of himself with $100 bills. And cops zoomed in on the money and got the serial number from one of them. And it matched the serial number on a bill and a bag of money left at a crime scene where two men were shot. Damn, poo. Damn, poo. Poo, Poo, that sounds shysty. Am I saying that right? Is it poo shysty? Yeah. Who's going to argue with you in this room? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so Pooh may be going to jail. We'll see what happens with that. Good luck, Pooh. Uh, former Disney star star Kyle Massey, and I didn't know who this was and using the word uh, star loosely. Uh, he is actually a guy, I guess he was on uh, That's So Raven. He I'm going to look at him and see if I recognize him. Well, he is facing a felony charge for allegedly sending pornographic material to a 13-year-old girl. Jeez. Uh, yeah, his mother claims the girl's family is just trying to extort him, and they're going to fight it in court. So I do know the kid. I recognize him. Okay. How, old, how old is he? Uh, I don't know how old he 29. is. 29. He's 29 Okay, 29, and he's sending pornographic material, allegedly, to I was about a 13-year-old girl. I was about to try and defend him for a second. I was going to go, look, if he's 16 and a majority of his listening audience is in that 12 to 18-year-old range or 12 to 17-year-old, uh, then you know he may have just got caught up in who's who and how old is who. You know what I mean? Like Maybe he didn't know. But if he's 29, he shouldn't be dealing with any of these kids. Mm, yeah. No. Mm. 
Sorry, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. That's so Raven, Kyle. (laughs) I used to watch that show all the time. Me too. It's crazy to think about like all these kid stars now they're adults, but they're they're probably like just trapped in that mindset because all their fans have always been super young. That yeah. they don't really grow. They don't know. Yeah. yeah, they don't grow out of that mentality. But obviously, this is wrong on all levels. Like, or I'm isn't it what they said about him. Michael Jackson, Carmen? Where if you get abused at a young age, you're you, also stuck there. Yeah, you, maturity ended there. Yeah. yeah. Well, it start. It's it it gets halted. You don't just stop maturing. But. So you think like these these kids get abused like in the Disney and Nickelodeon? A lot of them do. Yeah. yeah. I mean so that. Crazy. But that is the rumor that Disney, a lot of child actor and stars and stuff. They get basically sexed in Man. to the yeah. The I, mean, look, I, I think that's a little Industry. bit of a stretch on the reality know. too. But you got to also keep in mind that as everybody says, uh, Disney or Nickelodeon or whatever, these shows are usually shot by production companies and bought by those. All networks. Right. So I'm just that's saying good. it's not. Uh, but no, I'll- but there have been a lot of child stars. From that group that have come out and said that, you know, like, you know, Demi Lovato, even though she wasn't sexually abused, you know, she was, um, they criticized her weight I think, yeah. really Kids heavily in- as a child. Sexualized. Yeah, yeah, she you said can't she was have a girl on TV. You can't have a girl on TV that's a star and people are looking at the scene and all of a sudden she's getting fat. You got to go, hey, yeah. Chubster, back it off well, the bacon. That seems like any kid that's in Hollywood or any type of uh, entertainment business at a young age. Well, Britney happen. Spears what? started in the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, and Justin Timberlake, too. But yeah. what if Co- that Corey is right? What's his, Feldman? Like, what if he's been right yeah. all these years? Oh, and, it seems like he is. And yeah. We've just right. thought he's crazy Michael Jackson dancing everywhere, but the reality is that he he is trying to let us know about the slew of children that are taking advantage of. No, it's just I, I, crazy. I mean, he's absolutely right. Hey, oh, Ryan, yeah. Ryan Gosling was in the Mickey Mouse Club, and he's, was he per- really? he's perfect. But, yeah, I mean, that is true. I mean, I can't believe, like, last year, Justin Bieber, he did the YouTube docuseries where he even talked about being, like, abused. He didn't say it in so many words that he was sexually abused, right. but he did make no... And ever, like, it came out, and it went. Yeah. But with a star the size of Justin Bieber, you think allegations or a story like that would have really hit the headlines and brought up more awareness to... Not if you own the headlines. Nope. There you go. Yeah, it's crazy. So I got to get off the conspiracy subreddit. I don't. Yeah. I love it's it. too much, man. I'm in it. I'm in it deep. <laughs> uh, so despite his Alzheimer's diagnosis, uh, Tony Bennett will film an episode of MTV Unplugged on Friday night with Lady Gaga. That's still on that show? Uh, they brought it back, I believe. Wow. Mm. Yeah, they're just now bringing everything back that they used to do. They're like, he was, hey, we used to do this. Let's try it again. That's fine. I can, I, I'd watch a little uh, Unplugged with Lady Gaga. I would Tony Bennett. Yeah. I want to do MTV Cribs. Because think oh. about the houses that we saw. Like, they were probably, you know, like, I mean, I'm, Mike, you have a gorgeous house. But, like, back in the 90s, like, that's what the stars had yeah. and stuff. So, like, now the houses are, like, three, four times the size of it. Oh, yeah, but you also of- saw, saw some of them and they are like, this is my apartment. This is my yeah. roommate. Yeah. They're like, what? Are right. you in oh. movies? But that's the that thing. Was- so do, like, B-list celebrities just to see, like, the Yeah, But that difference. was my thing is that uh, Wu-Tang. They went to Method Man's house, and I was yeah, like, that's right. oh, yeah, Staten Island, this would be great. Method Man, and they go over, and I'm like, oh, God, he lived in like a two-family, <laughs> just uh, he had an above-ground pool. I'm like, this is that's awful. Yeah, but, I think but it was then Stifler had an apartment in yeah. like three roommates. I was like, what? But yeah, be- but you know what? If I was Stifler, that's how I would have lived in Hollywood, too. I would I would be just living with dudes and hanging out and not paying a lot of rent and saving my money because I'm Stifler and it's going to run out. There's also, uh, there were plenty of people, Carmen, like Nelly. Who were renting houses? Oh yeah, just for 
other thing, and that's what ruined the show. Yeah. Right. But think about if they did like a like certain groups, like they did one uh, season of musicians, and then they did a thing of actors, and then comedians, and you know they did like athletes. different yeah. athletes just to like show. I I was thinking this morning, uh, just this morning while I was making a pee pee. Um, do you remember Lori Lowenberg? She's a dream uh, analyzer. She's been on the show a couple yeah. of times. She also, we're friends on Facebook, and she's a great artist. And she does these things where she takes a picture and draws like a pinup girl of yeah. the uh, thing. So I had her do that for my wife one year. I sent her a picture, and she drew like a pinup thing, and I love it. And uh, I hung it in the bathroom upstairs because that's the theater upstairs. And I thought this morning, I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if we made them do uh, pinup pictures of all of us yes. hung out in the theater. I was like, yes. that'd be kind of funny. And then I thought, but I'll never, I'll never do it. And then I, I was starting to think, I'm never going to do this stuff if I don't do it now. Like, I keep putting it off. So I keep trying to build out that, that theater room. We, we bought all the cabinets for it and all that stuff, and we're waiting on the rug. It's just taking forever. So what I want to do is just to get into full mode of doing stuff now. And I, I started thinking in my life, one of the things that I always wanted was some sort of slide or fireman pole upstairs. I'm doing that. Yeah. I'm putting that in. Do I don't want an elevator. Yeah. I don't want that. I just want something or some sort of slide that goes outside from upstairs into the pool or awesome. something. Yeah, we need to, like, I'm just going to, this is going to be the summer of just doing dumb stuff. Hell yeah. Yes. Forget, forget <laughs> a fat boy summer. This is the summer of dumb stuff. <laughs> yes. Mike held this summer of dumb Finally. stuff. Finally. Yep. I'm just blowing it all this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I'm telling you right now. We got to find a slide guy. I'm going to start. I'm going to start uh, hanging fireworks to my drone. See what yes, I can do there. Why not? Summer of dumb stuff is full in full effect. <laughs> uh, if you're out there and you're doing a podcast and you're struggling, well, get ready to put a bullet in your head. <laughs> uh, Amazon what? on Tuesday acquired the early access rights to Smartless. A podcast hosted by actors Jason Bateman, <clears throat> Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. The terms of the deal were not uh, disclosed, but Bloomberg reported the three-year agreement is worth around $80 million. Good. But see, that's the thing, though, is that if you have a podcast and you want to make $80 million, you need celebrities. Celebrities right. are getting that's celebrity money. That's the thing, yeah. right. is if you're just, you know, Joe Schmo doing a podcast, it may be a great podcast, maybe better than these three guys doing it, but these are three famous guys, and yeah. they're getting $80 million well, while you're still trying to get uh, Casper beds or whatever. I don't know yeah. if you talked about this in prior news, though, but the girl, the main girl who did a podcast on Barstool, she just stole, sold hers to yeah. Spotify, Call, Call Her, Her Daddy. Daddy. Yeah. yeah. 60 million is Ooh. what they're reporting. And she started that like four years ago. By herself, yep. went to Dave, and then the other girl got jealous, kicked her out, because remember that was a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted more money, and now, yeah, she just sold it. And she said she's still on good terms with Barstool and stuff. Like, she waited out her whole contract, and, you know, Dave was like, yeah, you, you know, it's your podcast. Go get Here your you money. Go, yeah. go get your money. $60 million. Have you, you know what the crazy thing about that is? Never heard of her. Yeah. Yeah. It she they, she does have one of the uh, like the top ranked podcasts. When you right, look but at, like, I'm just saying, 10, I, yeah, I've never you heard of her. I didn't know, but it's, yeah, that there's a lot of people obviously that have. It's and, a niche. It's directed towards college girls or yeah. like younger girls. It's good for her, and, yeah. it's all sex stories. That's what she yeah. tells. Sex stories. I, I listen to it, and it makes me like. Oh, it makes me cringe. I, I'm not a personal fan of it. I kind of like her and some of the stuff that she does, but I can't listen to a full podcast. It's a very graphic sex story. Yeah. Yeah. Really? And yeah. they're not that great. Yeah, yeah no. 
It's all stuff we've heard before. And she, like, it's almost like she curses because she has yeah. a podcast. Oh, like, yeah. it's one of those, but obviously, you know, it, her audience likes it. And I like I'll, her merch. Yeah. I want some of her daddy stuff. I I'll be honest with you. I do a podcast, and I don't even understand that. I'm doing a podcast for the fun of doing it. And, uh, I mean, it's becoming a little bit of a business now, but it's it's... If it was in the beginning. It was just for the fun of doing it with a with a buddy of mine. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. Like I have never tuned into somebody's podcast every week. Like I listen to Burt's every once in a while. I listen to bits of Rogan when it made it to social media. I I just never. I, appointment tuned into anybody's podcast. Yeah. None of them are that good to me. It's gonna Even be, Rogan's boring as hell. Well, it's going to be interesting to me, I think, in the next 10 to 20 years to see who's going to be labeled as like the groundbreaking pie. I know uh, Mark Marin, right? Yeah. He yeah. was one of the first ones. Joe Rogan. Now you have like all these other ones that keep sprouting off, and I wonder if they're going to be around in 10 years or if this is just kind of like a podcast phase where everybody has one the problem and with Rogan away. is Rogan had such a popular podcast that when when media companies realized that that's the future, they are like, all right, we got to go snatch up the big ones. And they snatched up Rogan and paid a bunch of money for him because of his following. The truth is, is that uh, I don't even know. I think if you ask him, he doesn't need to do it. He's got all the money in the world. He's doing it because he loves it. So he'll do it till he doesn't love it anymore. Yeah. And that's it. Marin is a good interviewer. He really is. And and the fact that he was doing it from his garage and all that stuff, uh, and he's in Hollywood and he had all these friends that were comedians and he ended up getting the president and all that, that was a, that was a big deal. But even him, like, who's listening to that now? That's, old, that's old people's podcast. Yeah, that's you know? the thing, you know? Yeah. And then you got the caller daddy people, and it's like, is this the new wave of entertainment? You know? I mean, and there's 9,000 sluts that have a podcast. That's the thing. Right, yeah. and then everybody tried to jump on the true, true yep. crime podcast. I know they have that... Uh, I think it's wine and crime. It's like two ladies, and they actually do yeah. tours where they go, and then yeah. they they sell wine and drink wine and have yeah. the podcast. Smart. Yeah. yeah, they're very popular. They're terrible. I listen to it. It's <laughs> terrible. Uh, Sword and Scale is fantastic. That's very a good one. Very graphic though. I mean, it's it's pretty brutal. Some of the stuff that they play. But if you're interested in that, Dateline basically just goes, "Hey, here's our TV show. Listen right. to it." Yeah. And but it's great, you know, and those are enjoyable and stuff, but there's there's a lot of them you can tell right away whether you like a podcast or not. Yeah. At least I can. I'll put it on in like the 10 seconds in I go, "Nope. Yeah. <laughs> not working for me." That's- I love that NPR is like, "Hey, you know, we've been doing this for, for a long years." Time. Yeah. That first uh, season of Serial on Oh, uh, Serial is oh, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I was I was I was hooked into that like I was watching a television show. Yeah. I, I I love that, and I I binged listened to a friggin' podcast when that came out. Serial <laughs> and uh, S Town. Yeah. Oh yeah. If anybody listened that. to that, it was pretty good. It was the, this guy who was a genius, but he was like a hillbilly. But he was really super smart, and he did all this stuff. And he sounds like a Zach Galif- Galifianakis character. He's like. I- He's like total southern weirdo and stuff, but he's a genius, and it's it's really interesting. I would like to do a, a podcast where I just talk. Like somebody will send me a uh, like if that I'd go, all right. So um, what do you want to hear about? And somebody says, tell me about the Gallagher thing. And I go, okay, this week's podcast is me telling about the guy. It's just me talking for a half hour, the details of what goes on and behind the scenes and all that stuff. That, I think, would be interesting, but that's just because that's what I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody said to me, um, what's one topic that you could do a podcast about? I don't think there's anything. There's nothing I'd want to talk about. I don't know enough about guns or fishing or... 
cars or any of that stuff. I mean, all that stuff will get old after three three weeks. Mm-hmm. So, you're, you're pretty knowledgeable when it comes to pop culture and stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, but in the who world. wants to hear me talk about Laverne and Shirley? Tons of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, tons look, of people. It's not. It's not true. It's, I just feel like it's like. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's not a uh, a knock on me or anything like that. It's just it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Like who? But that's who is, what this is for. I, yeah. I, I know this is that's where we saying. have all the different topics right. and all different things. Yeah, if you're talking one specific topic, yeah, I think it would get old after a while. Listen, you know, there's a lot of things that I love. I don't want to sit there and listen to a podcast about dogs. I don't want to hear no. a podcast yeah. about drums. You know what I mean? It's like uh, okay, I get it. You know. I yep. do love podcasts about cryptocurrency. I'm not going to lie. I could listen to those all day. Well, because they... Uh, Ooh, there's some good info in there. Yeah, you're getting, you're getting info. Yeah. Um, can I play something for you? Yes. I, I sang this yesterday on the show, and I've <laughs> sang it a couple of times before, and uh, you guys never know except for Joe, and then my cousin Sal, and even Galvin, you commented on it yesterday. You were like, did you just make that song up? And I did not. <laughs> Once there was a man named Oscar, 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 and he turned on his best friend, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. Oscar, 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 Oscar. Yeah, that's some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, makes me think of Carmen's cat. Oh, oh. probably ate my coyote. Yeah. Uh, so finally, news. Uh, finally, news. A new poll on faking it just came out. It's not what you're thinking. Oh. It's where people were asked to name things that they have to pretend to know about so they don't look stupid. Sixty-two uh, percent of people admitted that they do that with at least one topic. I have the top things uh, that uh, people uh, pretend they know about so they don't uh, feel like politics. they're stupid. Politics comes in number seven. Twenty-four percent of people. Oh, I'd put that yeah, number one. Yeah, say me that, too. Uh, they know about, but COVID. nobody knows politics. Nobody. Even the experts know. There is yeah. no way Donald Trump will be president. Then he's president. Oh well, you're the expert, right? Yeah. Uh, crypto, cryptocurrency. Oh. Uh, cryptocurrency is not on this list. Probably a little too new for the COVIDs. You know. Uh no, you're okay. you're being Hygiene. very specific. Okay, understood. Finances, finances, finances. Uh, let's see. They have. Um, I'll throw in uh, tax knowledge. How about that? Okay. They have tax knowledge is uh, number four. Fitness. Uh, you shouldn't know about your taxes. You should take it to a good <laughs> yeah, CPA yeah. and do that for sure. Uh, do you say fitness, Spanish? Yes. yes. Fitness and nutrition. You always, you know, hear different people. Oh, yeah. well, this is what you should do. Okay, well, why don't you do it? Right. You There's know, so or, many or different. Or you got to try my thing. My, yeah. my way is the yeah, way. Yeah. Oh, okay, Sensei. Uh, that comes in at number eight with 17%. percent <laughs> well, uh, Sports has got to be on there. Uh, sports, oh, surprisingly, yeah. not on here. Really? Yeah. Pro sports? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Spanish, you're, you lucked out. Is yeah. hygiene not, no, hygiene's not on the list? Hygiene is not on the list. No. Why, Relationships. What would you need to know about hygiene? I don't know. I just thought everybody should know. <laughs> no, I, yeah. Brush your teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is streaming video on the, the list? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, thanks, number six yeah. is uh, cooking. Uh. A lot of people uh, pretend yeah. to know about different cooking oh. stuff, whatever. Yes. Cars. Cars. Number one. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Car repair. Yeah. Uh, like when you're talking to a mechanic <laughs> and you force yourself to not go, I don't know, it's going. <laughs> 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 I 
love the noise making. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that a lot? Um, can you fix it? Because it's going. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is it the rack and pinion steering? No. Yeah. Okay. But every guy knows how to change your oil, but he yeah. just can't. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's easier to have them do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, just under half of us pretend to know more about cars than we really do. I don't. Uh, 38% of people uh, have been caught pretending they said uh, they doubled down and wouldn't admit it. So, like, they've been caught and they're like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's what I meant. I meant uh, <laughs> the manifold. Ooh, uh, like computers or electronics? Technology? Um, no, that's not on there. Uh, number six is cooking. I said that. Number five is parenting. Number four, uh, we talked about tax knowledge. Uh, number, well... You know what, Carmen? I'm sorry. That does fall into this. Uh, number three, conversations about the latest gadgets or tech. Okay. Uh, 39% of us, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard about yeah. that. So, you know, whatever. Uh, number two, this one I know nothing about. I can't do it. God bless the people that can. I'll hire you. Uh, home improvement stuff. 47% yeah. of us wish we knew more. Uh, but, yeah, home improvement stuff, I I can watch a video. And figure it out. Yeah, some the stuff. Mo- yeah, not some everything. Stuff. Like I fixed my uh, my garbage disposal. There's an Allen wrench, and you do yeah. the thing. And I I was bragging about that for like three weeks after I did it. <laughs> but if you tell me to you know lay hardwood floor, or build a fence, I'm like, well, come on, I can't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll just uh, put a rug down. Yeah, I, don't I, I I I have people that for stuff. If I need stuff done around the house, like that a man should do, uh, I call Dino. <laughs> if I have a stuff that a team of men should do, I call the Templar guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't dare try to do anything outside, like uh, in this weather. No trash or recycling. Like no that. trash, yeah. recycling. That's no. It. Tom the Tree Man cuts stuff down. These guys bring it out. That's why people always say, you know, one of the biggest things is to have an honest mechanic because yeah. otherwise they can take advantage of you because if you yeah. don't know anything, it's not just women. You know, a lot of times they go, oh, well, women, they're going to get taken. A lot of, tons of guys have no idea. That's yeah. when I talked to Steve down here from uh, Michelle's uh, mechanic shop down here. I told him, I go, it's good to have somebody like you because I have no idea. What any of the yeah. stuff is. I've been very lucky because both my brother-in-laws are mechanics and yeah. my father-in-law is a mechanic, even though they mock me regularly about <laughs> knowing absolutely zero about cars. Yeah. But I've never, had, I've never had to worry about, okay, is this guy trying to rip me off or trying to upcharge me or stuff? Sure. I was blown away. So I used to live with this guy, Wes, that was a bar back. And I came home and I'm like, my, my car's running weird and it, it's not uh, keeping power like it won't start now. This and he goes, it's probably your alternator. Let me check. And he looked at a couple things, whatever. He goes, yeah, it's your alternator. And I go, oh, man. And he goes, dude, I can fix that. And I go, you can? <laughs> Replace your alternator? He replaced my alternator. He was in there, like inside the engine doing stuff and everything. And I had no idea whether he could do it or not. Yeah. But I was like, he was going to save me money. This is, I was broke and stuff. Yeah. He did the whole thing. And I go, dude, I go, that is unbelievable. I go, how much do I owe you? And he goes, nothing. He goes, just you want to buy me a case of beer? I said, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do know alternators are usually pretty easy. It's like a couple bolts. bolts. Pretty well, easy yeah. for yeah, yeah. somebody that knows no. what they're doing. Yeah, you well, don't know, Gio. I, d- I <laughs> changed my own alternator before, no, you and didn't. my father-in-law talked me through it over the phone. Yeah, just, yeah, oh, just like you make yeah. green bean casserole. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> like you have to do really? Really? Yeah. Let me put it to you this way. Yeah. I had to change the battery in my car, and there's <laughs> bolt. it's bolted in, and you have to like remove these That's things so, so it fits in there. So I took it out, put it in, did that, and then 
uh, oh, this was prior to it. I didn't know that the battery was dead yet, but I tried to jump it from the other car and burnt the cables because <laughs> I did the wrong thing, whatever. Yeah, and then had to do that. Oh, my God. It was the worst. I finally figured it out and got it in there, and you feel great once you figure something out, but I would rather just pay somebody yeah. else. What happened? Uh, I don't know anything about boats. I'm so nope. I, I, I want to buy a boat so bad, but I just know that I know nothing <laughs> about boats, and it will end up costing me so much money. There's a lot of stuff to know too. Is there? Yeah, right? yeah. I think yeah. I think you're better off just renting a boat when you want to go out on a boat. Oh, no, it's even better. My brother bought a boat. Yeah, that's, that's the best. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hey, the only thing better than gas. owning a boat, yep. yeah, is having a brother that owns I'll, a boat. I'll, I'll buy. I'll pay for the gas. I'll uh, you know. Let's go tubing. The, yeah. I called him yesterday. I was like, "What are you? Uh, what are you doing on Fourth of July?" I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Gas money. We go out right by uh, where your brother lives. Oh, really? A new place, yeah. Maybe we can go out together. Come out to the Aww. island, man. Mm. We'll be out the there. Island? Which island? Yeah. Yankee Island. That's where we oh, always go. Is that really? the Naked Island? No, no, that's horrible. It island. can be any <laughs> island could be Naked Island. <laughs> I think that's farther out. <laughs> I'll be naked on my island. Yeah, mm. Geo's always naked on whatever island. God, what's it? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Uh, that is it for news. All righty. We must take a break. And when we come back from that break, Galvin will have a brand new open letter because it is Wednesday. Uh, our phone numbers, if you'd like to join the show, 727-579-1010. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 